thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to Wellness Women Radio with women's health experts, Dr. Ashley Bond, the pregnancy and birthing guru, and the queen of hormone imbalances, the period whisperer herself, Dr. Andrea Huddleston. They're raising the bar for women's health by bringing you the most up-to-date health and wellness information to live your best life. Now, onto the show. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families an express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Women Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Wow, and welcome to 200 episodes of Wellness Women Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've been here from the start or if you've picked up uh, our show somewhere along the way, we are so excited to have you here today because we are celebrating 200 episodes, which we had no idea we'd get to. So I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And yes, um, happy like 200th episode anniversary to us, Ash. This is a really, really bloody big deal. Um, because this is years and years of a bit of a labor of love, I think. And, um, 200 episodes in the podcast world is a pretty big deal. It totally is. And I love that we've got there. And through this whole time, uh, like we keep saying, oh, we should monetize our, our show and we should get sponsors. And we seriously haven't done any of that. We've got our amazing team at uh, our, our beautiful food box delivery service. But other than that, we are just doing this thing solo. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of us for what we've achieved. And obviously the support of the Wellness Couch and uh, getting our show out there and putting it on their platform. And um, yeah, I think when we started this, I definitely didn't know that we were going to see 200 episodes. Um, and yet I'm so, so happy we we have and there's been no reason to stop. So, yeah. yeah. It, it does feel like we recorded episode 100 a really long time ago. <laughs> um, don't you think that? I, I feel like we got to like 50 and then 100 really quickly. But then the next 100 have, you know, certainly feels like it's taken a really long time. But um, that's okay. And... Ash, what has been 
like for you, what has been maybe the best part um, about, you know, Wellness Win Radio and hitting 200 episodes or um, what's been most significant for you? You. Getting to record, oh. getting to record with you every week. I'm not Actually, joking. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> something like if there's nothing else going on in the week, I can be sure that we're going to have a chat. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk some, you know, cool stuff and uh, and share the message with our audience of the things we really believe in. You know, the things we're passionate about, the things we care about, and uh, I find that so inspiring. And you know, we always talk about these ideas of surround yourselves with the people you know going in the direction you want to go. And I think for me personally, having you uh, in my my court every week, you know, doing the stuff that we do together here. Um, we don't always get to catch up. We don't always get to be in the same place at the same time, but we do spend this bit of time together on Skype recording. And I honestly love that the most, I think, about the podcast because you bring out the best of me and I find that um, it helps me stay inspired in my own life beyond podcasting. You know, it just kind of gives me the flow to find other ways to be excellent, you know, in things that I do. And I really appreciate that about you. So thank you. That would be my thing. Oh my god! I'm like actually getting really emotional. I thank you, <laughs> um, and I like wholeheartedly agree. And um, actually, it was funny. I had a patient in the practice. Um, I think it was last week, and it was the husband of um, you know one of my female patients. And I gave him some homework to listen to a couple of things that were specific to him. And he came back and he did his homework. He came back and he was talking about how much he loved our chemistry. And he was obviously saying, you know, like the information was great and we're, um, you know, really clever and all of that sort of thing, which was lovely compliments. But um, he just couldn't get over how well we sort of bounced off each other and the the chemistry, I guess we have um, like, you know, through this medium. And, like I obviously think that we have that as well and this is probably one of the best parts for me too about recording is being able to spend that time with you and I, you know, we have those girlfriends who do make us level up and ask us to be the best versions of ourselves. and you are certainly that for me as well and I absolutely love that and it's funny to think that we didn't really know each other before we started this process Um, you know, we didn't, we really didn't know each other at all, but I think that there was just, and it, it was obviously Ash who had the idea to start the podcast in the first place. And we met one night at a mastermind, um, group and it was really clear that we had the same passion for women's health. And then she messaged me soon after and was like, I want to catch up and sort of broach this idea to you of doing a women's health podcast. And I was so in, (laughs) even without really knowing you, but we committed and it happened. And it was obviously divine intervention. It was meant to happen. We were meant to be, you know, at that, um, that, that gathering together and meant to sort of forge this because it's just turned into like something well beyond like my wildest dreams. And I'm so grateful for that, Ash. So thank you for having that spark of inspiration and putting that trust in me as well. Oh, and thank you for having the courage to just be like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do, but yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she, she said, yeah. Oh, dear, so I have to commit to this idea now. <laughs> so I did laugh. I still remember sitting at Vans where we were nutting things out that day and I'm just like, oh, I walked away, got me in my car. I'm like, 
oh my god what have I just done <laughs> she, she actually said yes and it's like going on a first date like um oh oh okay what do I do now um and then just having that commitment to to keep going and to find uh find our rhythm and I still yeah. I think you know you straight from the outset said well you're going to do the editing because I can't can't stand listening to myself I'm like okay I still haven't still <laughs> ladies 200 episodes in I still have not been able to listen to an episode back it's just it's too cringeworthy I would just pull it to pieces. So yes, Ash, I'm so grateful that you do that part for me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So, you know, for the people that may not have seen it, and I still have a tendency to say, you know, and I've tried my best to cut it out. But in the early episodes, I literally sat there and if the episode was 35 minutes, I'd spend an hour cutting things out. So I didn't hear myself <laughs> say, you know, every second moment as a filler, because I was so nervous about talking. Um, I still do hear myself say it some nights when I'm my brain has just stopped working and I think, oh, I bet those people are going to hear my unos all night tonight because I'm trying to find words and I'm lost. But uh, we certainly evolved and I think that's the beauty of what we've done in 200 episodes. We've yeah. certainly broached some incredible topics, uh, which I some of them I hadn't even explored before being asked by a guest listener saying, hey, have you ever talked about? We're like, oh, we haven't done that. I haven't even thought to even research that. Let's do the research. And I love the push to go and learn more and to find the real information out there because our intention with this began with this idea. We were just getting so frustrated by people directing information to us uh, by by basically well-meaning wellness bloggers, but without credentials, without any background, not citing research, just a whole lot of blah, blah, which sounded really convincing. But when you looked into it, you're like, what are you talking about? That's total BS. We can't share that information. Um, and obviously in time, things evolve. And occasionally we've we've said things and we've realized we've updated things and we've learned more as well. So we've certainly evolved in that way. So we do take, uh, take credit and criticism wherever it's due, because I think that's part of any creative process and intellectual process uh, development but also we've had the pleasure of interviewing some incredible people and that is something that I've really really loved about these last few years is that some of my favorite minds on the planet we've had, got to have a chat to and there's just so many more we haven't yet um I will but that's say in the works. it's in the works it's just that we've got that challenge we are west coasties over here there is time zone differences that make it a nightmare for some parts of the world and they just look and think yeah no we can't do that and I, I know we definitely cannot uh interview easily for some some countries but for the most part we we do our best to make it work and i find this show just so much fun so uh, yeah Ash, me too and yeah. i love that about you that we certainly share that absolute hunger for knowledge, mm. which I think is what's been such a good, like amazing motivating um, sort of factor. And um, Ash, I love that. I think part of our chemistry is because we can bounce off each other with those sorts of things. We genuinely get excited <laughs> about the nerdy <laughs> details. Yes. But also one of the things that, that I just love about you, Ash, is that you are just so humble and that you have no ego and that um, you are you are that amazing girlfriend because you are so willing to celebrate other people's successes and, um, you know, you're the first person to have my back and, like, that sort of stuff is just worth its absolute weight in gold. So I'm so grateful that the podcast has, um, you know, like, cemented that for us. 
Yeah, and it works both ways. It's almost like that perfect yin and yang. We do keep each other accountable. So, ladies, some nights we've had grand intentions of recording for you and we've sat down at the computer, looked at each other and gone, um, are you going tonight? Like, how's your brain going? And we look at each other and we're like, okay, going to bed, see ya. And we and we and we've both dropped the ball or we both feel guilty about it. And we're like, okay, we can't be on, on our game every night, but we're not going to record crap for our listeners. So yeah. let's just call it a night. And we've missed one week. Uh, so we did get used to that. So to all those those lovely uh, ladies who've hung in there listening to us and expecting weekly and then suddenly going, oh, they haven't been there for three weeks. That's true. Occasionally that's happened and we've had to be yeah. real and that's our life and that's our family things happening and all sorts of stuff that comes up and sometimes we're just working our backsides off too hard to even find the energy to sit up here at nine o'clock at night and record which is when we do most of our recordings because it's the only family friendly hour of the day where we can both sit quietly and get stuff done so um yeah. thank you for hanging in there and for all those people who recognize that and i definitely have had a lot of clients that i really respect and appreciate who listen to this show so thank you so much uh as well for those little comments sometimes in in our client you know, interactions you're like oh, i really love that show and you you really are doing a great job. Thanks so much. I can only imagine how much time you don't have to get that done. And I'm like, thank you. That means the world to me, just that acknowledgement that, yeah, we do put a lot into this. Um, we don't just get to sit down for half an hour. We do have to go and do our research, do our reading, stay up to date, uh, pull out the the journals just so we, we actually talk about something relevant. So, And sometimes we don't. And that's the other funny episode, the amount of times we've finished something going, um, did that make any sense? And we're like, yeah, yeah we'll I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> and I love our little little detours, but that's the organic nature of, I think, a, a real podcast. It's not staged. It's not scripted. It's just sometimes going with the flow, which is kind of what we're doing tonight, actually. We didn't really have a plan of action. We did ask uh, the lovely Sarah to compile a list of questions from our listeners. So we do have a list in front of us of, uh, oh, look, I'd probably say there's 40-odd questions, maybe 50. It's, it's a lot of list here. Okay, we've got two pages worth of questions. Um <laughs> We are not going to get them all done now. We are going to, but we are going to answer them all because some of these are actually amazing episodes all unto themselves. Mm. So we're going to do this over, like we're going to get through some questions now um, and then we're going to do another episode, um, you know, for your questions answered um, for the ones that we don't get to tonight. And if you don't hear your question, either of those, it'll be because we're going to do a full dedicated episode to that. So that was some amazing inspiration that's come through as well. Um, from our listeners so thank you that's so awesome um, and ladies there's also a lot of stuff that actually doesn't go to air as well so mm-hmm. for example we've done interviews that have just not sat well with us that we haven't been willing to publish um, or there's been um, you know episodes that uh, we've recorded or topics or, or things like that where it just didn't um, fit the brief for us because our goal was always to bring you the highest quality um, or the best experts like in that field. We didn't want to just fill this with fluff um, because we have too much respect for, um, you know, the intellect of our listeners and and for your time as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's been like a pretty amazing journey. Um, but also we want to keep those standards as high as we possibly can for you too. 
Yes, we do our best. And I still maintain the fact that one day we're going to hire a social media queen who can put it all together <laughs> for us because <laughs> I think we're into the fourth year saying, oh, one day we'll get to it. We just need that one superstar to come along and go, gosh, you girls have got a great podcast. We need to get this platform working. So if you're listening and that's you or if you know someone who actually does those things, please just private message yeah. or send us an email and be like, hey, I've got this awesome goddess who does all this stuff and uh, you girls need her because oh, it's not for lack of looking. It's I think it's just someone, someone needs to come to us and show that spirit that we have, which is love what you do, love how you message. We can do this together. Um, we're just not, yeah, we just don't go out there scouting for people. We kind of, yeah, we just kind of go with the flow around our own life and careers and this is our yeah. little, I say, a, a passionate hobby. I like it. It's as good as any hobby I've ever had. I find it really fun. So uh, That's actually a good way to look at it. And um, also, we are both incredibly busy in practice. So we we don't have the luxury of just, um, you know, sitting on social media all day or just literally creating like online content and blogs and all of that sort of thing. It just, uh, you know, because we are so busy, that that's why it doesn't happen. But I think this is a really good segue into one of the questions. So we're going to start with the questions that were like personal about Ash and I. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, what are the five-year goals for the Wellness Women team and for Wellness Women Radio? And I thought, that's such a cool question. And one of them that I thought is, we are going to get a handle on social media because it's obviously such a um, like an important communication medium with us and, and you. So, um, you know, watch this space. We'll get a handle on that. Um, I, what, what else? Um, Ash and I actually have, a, we've got time to sit down and actually work this through for ourselves. And we, we try and do that every, um, you know, once a year or, or a couple of times a year, just to sort of make sure that we're still on the same page and that the direction of the podcast is still um, congruent for the both of us. And obviously it still is, otherwise we wouldn't be doing it. Um, so we've, we've got some time set aside to actually sit down and think about, okay, what are the goals for, um, for us and for the wellness women team over the next five years and figure out where we sort of want to go with that. I think I would love to, um, do some like video recording. So even if, um, you know, Ash and I got together and recorded this and then it could be YouTubeable and all of that sort of stuff. Um, because I think that, you know, that that's probably the next step. Um, obviously, uh, just, you know, continuing to invite in the absolute world's best experts on the given topics and continue to grow and evolve as the research does too. And as it does, um, you know, we'll continue to update the information we've given you as well. And if that means that we've been wrong on certain things, we will be the first to admit that too. Um, I want to be able to do live events again. Mm. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I really love connecting with our audience in that medium. Um, but other than that, Ash, I don't know. Are we going to have products? Are we going to um, – I I don't know. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't see us doing our own uh, line of vitamins or anything like that. I don't know <laughs> if that's uh, on, the, on the cards. But I definitely can see us, uh, I guess, finally getting to that point of going, there's no point being the best kept secret. I think we've got a great platform. We've got a great message that we could share further and broader uh, audience expand across – our platform in a better way. So I definitely can see the potential there. We haven't uh, definitely haven't explored that potential, but I love what we've done. I think we've got a, a heap more opportunity 
I agree with you. For live events, so ladies, you know, stay in the wind of that. I'm sure as soon as we start to get more confidence in the whole COVID movements, lockdowns, no lockdowns, um, because they're big investments to run events if you get locked down the weekend of. Mm. It's a total disaster. So having witnessed that, I think uh, I'm not ready to kind of go down that path until there's a bit more confidence. Mm. But we... Have room for a new program, I think, Andrea. I think our 28 day reset has just been so profound, so life changing for so many women. It's already got a great level of information to it, but I feel like there's more that we can do there. Other, a smaller program for people wanting to just, you know, get a refresher or to start in there. Andrea, if you haven't heard, she's doing amazing stuff on her own personal things. So jump on board there. She does her hormonal mastery. She does her secret women's business. I think, you know, that you've got so much going on on that side of it. I'm probably going down the pathways in the next five years of looking more for the, the women's, uh, sort of postpartum style care, motherhood natural pregnancy, natural birth, something along those lines. I'm currently doing my diploma of breastfeeding management for that very reason, just looking at how I could integrate the things that I love and know uh, about women's health and well-being and that beautiful junction and that dichotomy that occurs when you have a child and just how all that works together um, because yeah. obviously once you've lived it and you know it, it brings a whole new realm of learning experience to the to the uh, passion you have for something. So that's probably an area I can go into that uh, I really look forward over the next five years to, to exploring and finding out what I really love about it and what I'd like yeah. to do. Um, and I think in the next five years, I you've got your beautiful business. I obviously work as a contractor within a business and I can see myself having something uh, of my own to to grow and to nurture. So, oh, you watch, have watch this to, space. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that. So, I think right now, though, um, that's all our stuff together. And to be honest, ladies, our little secret we've got to share is that uh, Peter and I are expecting Bubby number two. So, that's probably going to change our five-year plan just a little bit. So, Yay. currently 21 weeks. So, all those people close to me have... Most of them have heard by now, so I do apologise for anyone listening. If uh, I haven't personally shared this with you, and I should have, I apologise because social media and uh, these kind of mediums are the worst ways to find out if you feel like you've been left out. So I just want to apologise to anyone listening that I really should have spoken to. But we generally don't do a whole lot of social media, so I'm not one of those people that's going to show big kind of ultrasound photographs on my Facebook pages and I'm not going to be doing Instagram bumpies. It's just uh, there's part of me that's very private about that, but I don't mind telling people that uh, we're expecting our second little bubby. So we don't know Aww. what it is. Gender surprise. We, we decided not to find out again because Ollie was so exciting to, to not find out. I'm writing then... down my guest here right now and <laughs> I this is my mild superpower. I've never been wrong about the gender of a baby so far and um, my patients will attest to that. So I've written it down, Ash. Mm-hmm. It's set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm i so glad that you told everyone this um, because <laughs> I think what an amazing time to share the most beautiful news, um, Ash. So congratulations. That's so so wonderful um yeah super exciting and so for many of the episodes recently well you know for obviously the last 21 weeks ash has been pregnant um and we've we've kept that that one under wraps but that's also um you know why sometimes we haven't released each week just because you know like she's grown a human and she's tired and i'm tired (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't have to grow a human to be tired. Sometimes you just work hard. <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, oh, congrats. That's so, uh, that is so exciting. Yes, we're very blessed. And, uh, yeah, we, we look forward to finding out how that changes our world. Every mum who has uh, done it once and then does it again will smile and laugh and you go, oh, you think it's hard the first time, just you wait when you're juggling too. So I'm well aware of that. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully we can keep recording throughout with uh, a little one. We did pretty good with Ollie. I think we kept going yeah. right throughout, but uh, anything goes. We'll see what happens. Um, but let's. And otherwise, s- I will just get. We'll just do a whole bunch of interviews with other guests <laughs> while Ash is just having some time with Bub. But don't worry, she's not going anywhere. No, okay. we're going to hang out still. Uh, but I Sorry. think we should roll some questions. Let's let's let, let me get let's let go get, get we, some we, of these <laughs> ones. Um, okay, so questions for us first were um, like about us personally. How do you mm. stay? How do you both stay focused and productive when you've got such busy days and weeks? Um, uh, it, that ebbs and flows. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, sometimes get overwhelmed with the amount that I've got on my plate and have to really um, focus to prioritize that. And, um, you know, Dean is my kind of universal balance when it comes to this because he is the one that will always kind of keep me in check with um, you've got too much on or like when he says to me, um, you know, I'm a bit concerned about how much is on your plate, then that's... <laughs> That's always a checkpoint for me. Um, or if he notices that I can't be present with him and that's um, probably one of his pet peeves and that is just, you know, when things are kind of getting away from me. But I think ultimately the focus and productivity is because I am so passionate about what I do and that is, you know, obviously helping women um you know, showing them that their health has that greater purpose and also educating other practitioners about that too. So it's it's easier to stay on track when you know that, you know, what you're doing is for a purpose. Um, and I think that's, you know, probably not the most specific answer and not the most helpful one, but that, that certainly is the truth. That's my truth as well. And I think that when people do ask that question, um, because practitioners often ask that of us because they how do you do all this stuff? You know, we've got our colleagues that are like, oh, how do you have time to do this, this and this? this question is where do you put your time? Yeah, mm-hmm. what, are, what are you interested yep. in? What what do you use your time on? Because the reality is we all get given 24 hours in a day. Um, how many days we get is completely up to the universe and uh, how, how long we're here for is uh, anyone's guess. But we do all get 24 hours in a day, so mm-hmm. we choose how we use our time. So I guess how Andrew and I productivity is increased is we don't spend a lot of time wasting time. Mm-hmm. I would say we don't spend a lot of time scrolling around on social media that's why i'm unapologetic when people say oh my gosh you're never on instagram you, you don't post much on facebook it's like literally that's not where i focus my time i focus my time on the people i serve the information i love reading and digesting uh you know intellectually like i love to be stimulated and that keeps me really focused and productive um not always perfect definitely ebbs and flows and i do love mm. to sometimes just zone out and read for pleasure or flick through a magazine like it's not always about being on 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 because i think that's very fatiguing as well so there's definitely part of being productive is also having fun and pleasure on the sideline you need to be able to have those things that fill your bucket in other ways um 
And for, for like, for anyone, oh, you can't see my office at all, but I do keep a lot of affirmations and, and mantras around, just things that stay in my little eyesight here and there that when mm. that, that sort of motivation, that mojo ebbs and flows, sometimes it's just one little word or sometimes it's one little picture or sometimes it's one little thing that just holds you accountable to your, your big picture, your big why. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely love what you said about that, Andrea, that it's uh, your purpose, your mission, your vision for what you love and what you're passionate about. And when you do care enough about something, it's really not hard to find the energy and the drive to make that something work for you. Um, and that's why so many women are so amazing in the things they do. I think they are so passionate about their families and manage to somehow, you know, make this perfect organic lunch, pack the, the lunchbox for all the kids, go to work, have dinner ready. Like it's just that passion that the drives. And I think if you don't have that passion, my big thing is rather than pushing uphill all the time, just stop. Mm, just stop yeah. just just step back for a second and ask that question does this serve me and that's how I keep myself productive as well I keep looking at things and going is this serving me does this make me happy um and if it doesn't I really find a redirect at that point and go I just don't have time and energy to be wasting my time and energy on this it doesn't serve me and I let it go and I think that that letting go of things as well completely enhances your productivity as well yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, there's a couple of questions about like day on a plate for us and um, exercise schedules, morning routines, those sorts of things. We we had, certainly have covered that. We did two episodes on like a day in the life of Andrea and a day in the life of Ashley. So I would suggest go back to those episodes and have a listen to those because um, we definitely go through what our kind of day is like and and certainly some of those really sacred morning routines for us as well. Was that um, pre-Oliver though? Um, <laughs> Mine probably looks very different. Uh, <laughs> well, I actually well, think that we recorded the day in the life for you post, I think it was not post Ollie, but I think uh, it was after you'd, you'd had Ollie. So, um, but I think that that's probably certainly something we can dig into again. Um, yeah. I love the question that's come through. What are your diets free of? So mm. do you always eat gluten, dairy, grain, refined, sugar-free, blah, blah, blah. So for me, I am exclusively gluten-free always because I'm a celiac. So, um, uh, and so is my, so are both my sisters as well. So gluten is just not part of my existence. Um, and that's easy for me. Um, I know it's hard for a lot of people, but it's just, there's just nothing that would serve me if I had that. Um, I have very few grains, um, you know, rice occasionally, um, dairy, uh, occasionally, you know, like goat's feta, um, or, you know, if I'm making my signature dish, which is literally a cheese board, uh, then, then there's dairy on that. Um, but I don't have milk or ice cream or cream or anything like that just because I know it doesn't agree with me. And I have very, very minimal, um, sugar. I also don't eat pork, um, not for any religious reason. I just, I you know, it's just not a meat that I've ever been able to reintroduce after being vegetarian and vegan for so long. Um, so I don't eat pork and uh, I'm highly allergic to quinoa. So that's just, oh, and that's Loki in the background because we can't record an episode without, you know, one of my dogs barking. So Because you can't be free of Loki. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, yep, that's never. It. never, yep. never, never. Some things you just can't be free of. <laughs> and Ash, what about you? Um... I'm not free of anything, so to speak, um, yep. but I would say by choice I don't eat a lot of dairy, really. It's just something I don't 
don't like that much. Uh, might have a little bit of hard cheese occasionally. Uh, generally speaking, I'll take a gluten-free choice. Um, again, I believe in low inflammation diet as much as possible. So, but I'm not dogmatic. If someone served me a meal and there was gluten, I wouldn't freak out and send it back. I would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. One meal like this is not going to kill me. Um, because fortunately for me, I'm not celiac, Andrea. So I don't have that, uh, that, you know, hard line I have to draw. I think we, I am free of, you know, you won't see me pick up a bag of lollies. You know, you won't see me pick up uh, a lot of refined foods. I rarely shop in the middle aisles of shopping supermarkets. There's just not a lot, lot there that I like anyway. Um, so, you know, if you say, what are you free of? I'd say probably pretty free of a lot of processed foods. Um, but yeah, again, pretty balanced even diet. And there's just times when I ebb and flow, like I might be like, cool, I'm doing a gluten-free month or I'm doing just to get rid of some of the habits you creep in, uh, just keeps you accountable mm. to keep a nice, clean, healthy lifestyle. Yeah, awesome. And I like that balance, right? Um, and I'm the same, like, Ash, I'm not necessarily dogmatic about this stuff. Like, gluten is just, you know, I don't even think about it um, just because, you know, like I wouldn't, like, have heroin. I just, obviously, it's not on the same path, but you know what I mean. Um, so, one of our avid listeners who's obviously been following um, the show for a really long time has also asked me if I've got rid of my blastocystis hominis parasite. So, we did a podcast episode a long time ago about gastrointestinal parasites. And um, like, obviously, I shared that when I was in India, I picked up blasto. Um, at the time of recording the episode, had I done anything to like eradicate it? And the answer then was no. And the answer still is now. I've still got it. Haven't well, I actually haven't retested in a little while, so but I assume that it's still there. I'm asymptomatic, so I'm not really too concerned about it. Um, but if my gut health was, you know, going downhill, then I'd probably want to try and love it to death. Um, but that's that's where I'm at right now. So, so yeah. you, you and Blasto just hang out. Yeah, I'm just hoping yeah. like I am just uh, creating some sort of symbiotic relationship between the two of us <laughs> and I'm just visualizing that it's just being a really good part of, um, you know, my my microbiota. <laughs> and how much in the world do we not know about our microbiota so there's any chance it could be a little, little friend? Who knows? Yeah, and the, at the time the reason I didn't get rid of it was because I knew that I was going to go back to India again anyway and so I knew I had it after the first trip I went back again the second time I had the intention of maybe thinking about it after the second trip um you know I've been to Africa since then and hopefully we'll be back again soon and I am not certainly not a fan of huge parasitic um treatment plants unless absolutely necessary and I certainly don't like the idea of bombing my microbiota so um Yep, still still hanging around in there. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, look, we've just hit 30 minutes. So uh, how about we uh, cover a couple more questions? But, ladies, yep. we've kind of grouped your questions. We've got a whole lot under the Ask Us Anything banner. There's PCOS questions. There's endometriosis questions. There's pregnancy and birth questions. There's fertility questions. Uh, the list goes on. So there's a lot there. So we're just going to pick out two more. We'll cover those, and then we're going to definitely record another episode for you and cover a lot more of those questions. But we just really want to celebrate the 200 tonight and uh, give you a little bit of an insight into our world. And thank you very much for joining us and also just answer a couple of the things that uh, you want to know about. So what's what are our last two questions for tonight's uh, episode? Oh, well, the one that um, I highlighted here that I wanted to really make sure that we covered, obviously, because this is so much in our wheelhouse, is um, how to best identify if you have endometriosis. So what is hmm. the first step, symptoms and – oh, hang on. No, 
was going to talk about symptoms. That was my answer there. Um, okay, so endometriosis obviously is um, like such a horrifically painful condition where the um, lining of the uterus grows outside the uterus but is still under the influence of the cyclical hormones. Um, I've never seen women suffer like I do when they have endometriosis. Um, typically, it takes about seven years for an accurate diagnosis, and that is because the gold standard of that is laparoscopic surgery. So you actually have to have a surgical procedure to visually identify that, yes, endometriosis is present. Um, however, I wholeheartedly believe that you can diagnose endometriosis via symptoms um, because you know, when, when women have endo, often you don't even need to get to that laparoscopic um, sort of process to, to know what's going on there. But also there is really good high level evidence showing that endometriosis can most likely be diagnosed via ultrasound. And there's really good, highly sensitive markers via ultrasound that can look for um, things uh, or endometriosis markers. And they can be things like tenderness from the ultrasound probe. It can be the mobility of the ovaries. Um, it can be what's happening within the ovaries. It can be um, movement and um, pliability or fibrosis of the uterosacral ligaments, which is a really important feature of that as well. Um, and the list goes on. So if you want um, more information about that, and I've got the researchers and lots of studies there, um, let me know and I'm more than happy to share them with you that maybe you can take to your, um, you know, primary care practitioner to talk through what some steps might be for you if you don't want to go straight to, say, having a laparoscopic procedure. Okay. Great, great advice. And um, I'm going to pick one for me because obviously we're just talking about what our, our you know, buzz things are. And I'm going to yes. quickly grab the how to deal with the fear of childbirth. I think that's such a big one. Yes. Um, obviously, there's so many questions here, but I just jumped on one that I can see because it's relevant to me. You know, we're coming into a second pregnancy and obviously looking at the, the childbirth ahead of us as well um i definitely find that a lot of women are really scared of childbirth and mm -hmm. there's so many reasons for that there's a lot of things related to intergenerational um sort of traumas that are held deep in our our sort of biology that we have from our mothers and grandmothers and all those sorts of things so i tend to love working through things like hypnobirthing doing fear release um techniques meditations that help us to release those fears but on top of that i find there's some incredible podcasts out there. There are so many stories to learn from. And if, you know, childbirth is something you're really scared of because often the circles around us perpetuate that fear. Often there's yeah. someone in our life, women we trust and love, who continue to remind us of their bad stories. And it's just like a bad review. If someone's really cranky about a bad meal at a restaurant, they'll go and tell anyone who listen and they'll share that bad review but if they really really love it they usually only say something about it if asked directly you know oh what's a great restaurant oh my gosh great restaurant. well childbirth funny enough is very similar the fear of childbirth has a lot to do with the fact that when someone has a bad birth experience they will often tell that story many times in different ways mm -hmm. as part of their debriefing and their experience of childbirth but when they have an amazing childbirth, uh, sometimes, and I'll count myself in that basket, I almost you almost feel ashamed to share it too loud and too proud because you feel as though it's a bragging. Oh, that's such a classic woman thing to do. Yeah, is that you can't 
um, you can't have it too good, right? Yeah. And it feels like if you do, you're just lucky. So mm-hmm. it becomes dismissive. So I tend to say to mums, look, if you're worried about childbirth, start with filling your brain of positive birth experiences. Be open, understand the evidence for the, the pros and cons of, of safe and natural pregnancy. Do learn some things that will help you understand that. So I generally direct mums towards things like the evidence-based birth podcast, which is very much about the research, which gives you that empowered knowledge. So it starts mm-hmm. that foundation of like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, is that the statistics? Oh, that is, that's not as bad as I thought it was. Like just those sorts of things to reinforce the knowledge side of it. But then there's some other things like Fear Free Childbirth and Motherhood podcast. Um, one of my favorites is Australian Birth Stories because it just shows yes. you birth comes in so many different scenarios there and it's amazing. Um, there's the Natural Birth podcast as well, which has beautiful stories, great experiences, you know, just uh, normalizing natural childbirth, uninterrupted childbirth. Uh, there's even a home birth podcast for those people who are looking at home birthing or have never thought about it or feel as though it's scary, risky and dangerous. Start to listen to some of those stories and you realize, what do you think women have been doing for thousands of years? <laughs> um, yeah. Where were we birthing? And uh, there's always people who love to back that one up and say, oh yeah, but look at how many mothers and babies died. Yes, sure. But if you keep perpetuating that story in your own mind, that generates and continues to cycle that fear. So I always say, get out of the fear head, start to get into the positive stories um, and get professional support. Sometimes we need to do trauma release with counsellors, with people who can debrief traumatic birth experiences and that means professional help. So I tend to refer to sort of uh, post-trauma birth counsellors, people who deal with motherhood counselling so that they can help women understand where that comes from and how to work through that prior to hopefully another pregnancy or also prior to a birth um, in a subsequent birth experience. So that's just a couple of little tips there that I generally share with my my mamas who are feeling really worried or scared about birth. Get informed, get empowered, get supported and get professional help if you need it. Oh, that's awesome, Ash. Thank you for that. And those podcasts sound amazing. So uh, also, Sarah, if you're listening to this, can you please um, share those podcasts with our social media <laughs> yeah. tribe? <laughs> um, okay. So ladies, we have, we're just about to wrap up the 200th episode of Wellness Women Radio. And um, we do this obviously because of our passion for women's health and for, again, like, you know, bringing you the best possible information we can to raise that bar for you because we want you, because you deserve better than really what has been offered to you for so long. So I want to ask a favor in return because obviously you don't pay us for this, um, nor would we expect you to. But what I really want you to do is to go on to Apple iTunes, rate and review the podcast, um, please with five-star ratings if you think that we deserve that because this is how we do stay um, relevant and in front of people. And if there's a particular episode that you've really loved, please share that with your girlfriends as well. Um, and you can share, you know, I guess our labor of love with the rest of the world too. Uh, so as our gift for our 200th episode birthday, <laughs> that that is what we would love from you. Oh, I love that. And since we're doing, you know, requests, I'm going to do a shout out as well. Like we're at the Golden Globes. Can we give our like thank yous for the amazing support? I'm going to put a shout out to my amazing husband, Peter, who lets <laughs> yeah. me record every week and uh, supports me with making dinner so I can get home from work in time to eat to then get uh, online and start to record. So big shout out to my hubby, Pete. He won't listen, but I just want to put the energy out there and let him know that he's loved very, very much. And also to my 
besties, you, Andrea, JC, Tamara, and uh, my also lovely, gorgeous friend in Colombia. You guys just keep me supported and vibed up. So big thanks to all those people who support us. And, um, yeah, and to to you listeners who follow our show, thank you, because without listeners, this is really no point to any of it. (laughs) I love that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I want a Golden Globes moment too. Um, Just have a red um, carpet. Yes. Okay, and, you know, obviously um, Dean is amazing and we're, we're pretty, um, you know, lucky that we, we do have the support of some incredible um, people in our corner as well. And um, I think that my girlfriends are a lot of inspiration for this as well. So, um, you know, a big shout out and thank you and immense gratitude, obviously, to you, Ash, Tara, Kana and Louise. Um, also to my sister, Sarah and Joanna. And my mom listens to this as well. So obviously, um, you know, mom has been so much inspo for like this whole journey as well. So, um, Mama Sue, I love you. So thank you. Um, Dean will never, ever listen, which I think is hilarious, which is totally fine. Um, because it's not his cup of tea at all. Um, but yeah, I, it's so nice to sit here, like, and just have that moment of gratitude for, um, for that. And also to my team, um, who, you know, obviously helped me serve my patients and everything else. Um, I wouldn't be able to do this unless I had the backing of them, um, just keeping holding the fort for me. Um, I know they also listen to the podcast. Um, they know who they are. I love them so dearly. And I'm so grateful that we do have the team that we do now. You do have a beautiful team. You've created an amazing network. And thank you to our edity kind of helpy guy, Joe, and the team at uh, the Wellness Couch and everyone else who does some other things behind the scenes because we don't have the time to be posting all this stuff. So thanks to those guys as well. I think we've done our Golden Globes moment. Have we? uh, Do we get to sashay (laughs) down the red carpet and take some flashy uh, photos as we walk down? We forgot to thank God. (laughs) I feel like, isn't that how they always start it? But yeah, no, that was amazing. Oh, I think all all the universal energy that supports us every day gives us the the opportunity to wake up and do great things. So yeah, there's a lot of gratitude out there. Ladies, love you, leave you. Thank you for tuning in for the 200th episode. And uh, yeah, we look forward. We've got a few ideas on how we might rehash the uh the episode styles in the coming months and and the year ahead so we might be doing a series of episodes with very focused topics which i think kind of a little bit of a switch on some things we've been doing which uh i'm excited about we might be sharing some news about that soon so stay tuned stay excited stay loving uh health and life and put your passion where you think uh that you love most because that's really what makes us all happier in the big picture thank you Mm. So, ladies, as always, you have been listening to Wellness Women Radio. We are the Wellness Women, Dr. Ashley Bond, Dr. Andrea Huddleston. We are bringing you the most up-to-date women's health information to raise the bar for you. And uh, happy 200th episode to us. Until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.